On this week's episode, Tasty Treats. Today's focus is food. Do your part, Orlando, how you can get certified from the city to safely serve our community. Special events at all three theme parks are live and available for our residents. If you want to get paid to scream, ah, we have the answer. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Good morning and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Del Frisco's. This is episode 61. We are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that make up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We bring you the available jobs, cover the breaking news, and and (laughs) we chat with industry professionals about what's going on in Orlando. It's our first time without Dave, so cut us some slack, everybody. We got this. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be a very woman-empowered show today, so we're very excited. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Has anybody downloaded it yet? We, we want to know. Let us know. Yeah, because we have it. <laughs> I need to know one listener that has Stitcher just so I can learn a little bit more about it because I don't know. You, you could be the next person on our podcast. Just let us know. Anyway, you can also keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for swag and repeat. I'm one of your three hosts, Joe Truitt, and joining me as always is Selena Mullinex. Good morning. Good morning. Our guest host today is Michelle Granger. Say good morning, Michelle. Good morning. We are so happy to have you all here. As you may know, David is on vacation right now, hence why we are graced with Michelle's presence. You know what, ladies? If you could be on vacation anywhere in the world right now, where would you be? I love how you bonded it to the world. Right now, I wish I were home in my favorite place in the world. This is not Altamont Springs. Which is. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm from Athens, Greece, and my favorite place in the world is my village beach called Milopotamos, which means Apple River, if you translate it literally. That's where I wish I was. And right now, because of the ban of Europe not even allowing me to go home, I want to be there even more, right. even though technically I'm not scheduled to be there till June of next year. But, you know, I wish I was there. Well, you know what, Selena? I love apples and I love rivers. Right. So I feel like I would it's really beautiful. enjoy that as well. Yes. Michelle, if you could be anywhere, where would you be? So I would pick Greece also. Okay, we're all going together. Perfect. Well, so Australia is a close second, but Mm -hmm. I'm going there on my 50th birthday. Okay, yeah. Don't don't jump the gun on that. I don't want to rush it. Yeah. I don't want to rush that. So Greece, definitely. Is there a specific place in Greece that you... Whatever. Everywhere. Have you been Have you been to I've Greece? I've never okay. been there. Never been there. My daughter went when she graduated from college. That was her gift from her grandparents and me. And she was there My for two weeks. My grandparents didn't love me enough. <laughs> she was there for two weeks and sent me pictures and brought back sea glass. And she was just like, you would absolutely love it's it It's just here. so breathtaking. Every mm-hmm. corner that you hit is just between the history and the beauty of it. It's just you're speechless half the time, which is very odd for me. Yeah. And one thing that I really like is it looks crazy packed like all of the buildings are crazy packed in and they're all on hills and mm-hmm. it's not something that's new it was built years ago so the innovation that went into it and the forethought and that it's still it's still there and it's still right. awesome yeah right thanks friends i appreciate you how old um, were you when you left seven, seven. so you seven do, and a half <laughs> so you yeah. do remember a lot yeah and then you know my entire extended family is there so my cousins aunts uncles grandparents 
they're all there. I went back the summer after sixth grade, so before middle school. And when we say summer, it's all three months. And then again, after high school for three months. I went two years ago for a wedding, and then I'm going next year for a wedding. Excellent. So, you know, it's it's been, now when I go, I don't obviously go for three months because I'm a workaholic and can't imagine taking off that much time. Now's the time, but, sister. You know. <laughs> if we were allowed to. <laughs> two weeks. But on top of, obviously, the beauty, the culture, the history, I will, oh, what I want to say is the culture. So the people there are so welcoming and friendly, and you will not feel... You know how, like, some places they're like, oh, Americans, don't go there. But, like, go to Greece. They'll love you. Oh, yeah. They appreciate you, especially. I mean, we've been, they've been struggling with their economy Mm -hmm. since a long time. They appreciate the tourism. Yeah. I would say if you. But not right now. (laughs) Yeah. If you do find yourself there, like, take a walking tour and, like, meet a local. Like, I do that every time I go travel anywhere. I get a walking tour somehow. You go to a hostel, they always have them. And you get to stand there and walk with a local that knows all the insides and outs, the best restaurants, where things really came from. And that's how you like really get to know a city. Like you can jump on one of those hop on, hop off buses, which I also do. But you, I do that on two different days and like really see two different sides of each city. I love that. So you travel a lot. You've been to many countries. Many a country. <laughs> many a country. Uh, where would you rather be right now? You know, if I'm going to be as hot as I am here and now and in the... Florida hellhole. I would say that I would like to go to Africa. It's been on my list for sure. And it's one of those bucket list things that are maybe not as achievable or feasible as something that, you know, might be a little bit closer. But I think that Africa would definitely be something that I'd want to do. And I want to be like Tanzania, Victoria Falls. But we want to also start in like Morocco and work our way down. So like Egypt as well. And just kind of do all of that. I mean, might have to end up in South Africa to see the Inquisitor wine. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I love yeah. penguins. Why not? Um, even though we have SeaWorld and I got to touch one there. I guess it's same, same, but different. They have accents in, in Africa. But yeah, I think Africa would be a really cool experience. It's always been one of my top 10 of places that I wanted to go. Um, so I think that's probably where I'd want to be. I love that. I was supposed to be in Morocco and Egypt last fall. And instead, that's when we went to Thailand and mm-hmm. Viet- you know, Cambodia. Cambodia, yeah, that's right. Now I feel like I'm missing out. Like, I had these plans to go to, like, yeah. Marrakesh and do, like, I had the whole tour plan. Well, if you have that itinerary, so. I'll, I'll take it. Right, all the work's done. <laughs> well, I have time to plan it right now. But also Thailand, I mean, that was an amazing trip for you. It was also hot. Uh, mm-hmm. And I went in January. So, uh, yeah, it's hot. It's always hot. It's always raining. Anyway, so now that we got the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. Uh, We have event recaps coming up here. Our first event, well, most of which 75% were virtual this past week, which is exciting to say the least. But the first one that we're going to talk about happened on Tuesday. Uh, This is a Tuesday afternoon, and it was featured with Mayor Demings. This was the How to Make Your Business Safer and Stronger conversation. This was a a little bit later into the episode. We're going to talk a lot about the Do Your Part Orlando campaign. Um, But this really just showcased what we can do as business owners owners and as a community to be safer. And I don't want this to sound like it's repetitive because a lot of this information is information that we've heard, but clearly some people aren't listening yet. So we need to keep having the conversation until everyone's on the same page and doing the right thing. So we'll get into that a little bit later in the episode, but Mayor Dimmings did an amazing job, hopped on, gave a very straightforward uh, direction and then um, had to go to his next virtual meeting. I can, I can just imagine him in like breakout rooms and he'd be like, uh, can somebody put me into the next one? <laughs> right. You know, all elected officials, no matter if you agree with them or not did not sign up for this right so it's kind of crazy to see you know just how much is involved as an elected official to kind of navigate through this and and again it's not anything anybody signed up for you know what I would love to do is superlatives for all of these like so for DeSantis for Deming like for you know 
Buddy Dyer, like all of them at the end of this, like let's do some superlatives, my goodness, and and really award them for certain things. I feel like it could be very, it would be very fun. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. (laughs) Selena's going to sugarcoat them for sure. (laughs) Most octaves in one speech. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, so that same day, that same night, I should say, this is an 8 p.m. event. Selena, tell us about what's the tea. Yeah. Okay. So Tribe International, if you don't know, is a local women women's organization so it's for women only i will highlight this they or we (laughs) had this great idea to go live every week and to do this episode on facebook live called what's the tea and it's basically just you know there is a topic obviously we try to stay focused on but it's a free flow of engaged information so whoever goes on and watches can interact with laura and jen the founders of tribe international so we did our first one this past week, and it was hilarious. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go watch the replay. Again, women only. You can find it in the Facebook group. And it's just so funny watching them connect and communicate. And the topic last week was about your uh, your inner circle, right? So the five people you have around you, making sure that they are strong people who value you, care about you, and are there to uplift and motivate you, and not the opposite. So it was a great conversation. All of a sudden, an hour went by out of nowhere. So we're excited to do it again next week. I just love that it was so trial and error. And you guys like just made it such a fun moment for everything. I also appreciate that it's at 8 p.m., which sounds weird to some people to be like, why would I commit to something that late? That's a perfect time for me to commit to something because I just got done cooking dinner. Like I have the 30 minutes or an hour before I relax and go to bed to really have some me time. And that's something that we need to remember to each have. Like we all have a schedule, whether, uh, you know, you're working in an office at home or, or you're having that time off. You still need to make sure you have that time for yourself. And so I think that Tribe International is a wonderful organization to be able to remember those things. So when you say it's in the Facebook group, when you go live, do you not have to be in the group to view it? You have to be in the group. Okay. The problem was I thought I would be cute and like create a watch party. I thought I I wanted to share it to my page. I wanted more people to watch it because it was the first time, but I didn't think ahead because when I did that, I started a watch party and what that did is like told all of my connections and my connections have males. Right. And so now all these And they might not know too much about Tribe to know that it's a woman. They just promoting something. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that's the one thing about Tribe is it is sacred for women. Like we have this one thing that men can't jump in on, which is perfect for this episode since Dave's not here. (laughs) But I think that is one thing that is is so great for us to have because it's nice to have that little secret, you know? So um, if you do happen to see Selena's watch parties, don't watch them if you're a man. But it <laughs> She's was, learned. It was so fun. I mean, at, at the end, when we finished it around 9 o'clock, I messaged the girls and I was like, you guys, how did this conversation that started from A end up in Q? Like, how did we get yeah. from this point to that point on the things we were talking about? It was just hilarious. So you should watch it and then, you know, join us tomorrow night at 8 p.m. That sounds awesome. And what's, do you know what the topic is for tomorrow night? No, it's a surprise. Oh, yes. I love that. Okay. That's well, make, make sure to tune in. And do you just, if you're in the group, there's a notification? There should be. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the next day, we had a wonderful in-person. We were all three there. Michelle, tell us about wow. your experience at Tin Roof. So it was great to see. Uh, there were like 18 of us there, I think. And it, it was a really good lunch. First of all, Tin Roof did an amazing job. The server was fantastic. She separated everyone's check, took everyone's payment. Like, 
She separated them she and then people amazing. put them back together and she still didn't mess anything up, no. which I thought was incredible coming from a service standpoint. No, it was great. <laughs> and it was all timely. Like all of a sudden I was like, wait, how did we get out early? Because of that. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she did a great job. And the conversation was fantastic. And it's great to get together with people who are going through the same thing, even though it might be different. It's it's still good to hear from people and take away some of their perspectives, which, you know, makes makes it easier, better, uh, more uh, comforting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it makes it okay to be crazy sometimes. Well, and the thing is, you know, social media has this facade where you think my life is perfect. So that's obviously all you're I not going to post about. all the bad stuff. Right. But in real life, we're all going in through the same ish thing. And this was great to be able to connect with others who are maybe going through what you're going through and how they're staying positive. So the topic was how to stay positive during a pandemic. And it was hosted by the Glittering Hour. And I'll tell you one thing. I was the last one to arrive. And I walked and you in. you fabulous. Thank you so much. Oh, my. Uh, I walked in and I saw these powerful people sit- sitting at this table. And I was a little speechless whenever I walked in because it was just so amazing to see that many people that are committed to being positive and growing and 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 helping others and helping others positive absolutely yeah so and the conversation was so fluid i remember the first couple of glittering hours that we did it was a little hard to get things started this time we couldn't get people to be quiet uh we didn't actually get onto topic until about 30 minutes in which was perfect for everyone to be able to see each other and network at a safe distance but um 10 roof did an amazing job thank you so much melina over there uh, for hosting us i want to say one more thing about that too so i brought a co-worker with me don owen she runs our office she normally stays in the office I can say this on the podcast because I would say it to her face she's on the record she's not always the most positive person so I was like come with me like just come with me to this lunch we're not doing anything Mm -hmm. and she came and found it very interesting saw some people she knew met some new people and she texted me afterwards and she said thank you so much for inviting me that was such a nice lunch and I'm really glad I went I'm not crying you're crying so just so you know Thank you. It was, yeah. Selena, you're still making a difference. When's our next glittering hour? Or do we have that yet? Yeah, it might not be on Facebook yet, but it's August 12th. And on Facebook, it'll tell you that it's at court. However, it is not. It's at a surprise location. Is it going to be a lunch or an after five? It's currently an after five because I ordered food like five months ago and I can't cancel the food. So we'll see. Oh, this looks, this sounds intriguing. I'm already in. Put it on your calendars. It's going to be for Wednesday, August 12th. All right. Um, the, the last oh. event, yes. So it has to be after hours because that day we're going to Bovine. That's right. We so, have, mm-hmm, yeah. which I we need to make sure is on our list today. Absolutely. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the episode. But I want to make sure that we highlight this. Michelle brought this up this morning. Thank you for our guest host, bringing all the facts. Um, tell us about the way forward that you attended this week. Uh, so I'm with Christie's photographic solutions and we have offices all around the country so part of my duties during this downtime is staying active in all of the associations that we belong in around the country and the cities where we have offices so we have an office in washington dc and there's a group there called the reston herndon meeting planners they it already sounds so official yes rhmp <laughs> oh um, r-e-s-p-e-c-t and uh so yesterday they had a virtual meeting with michael dominguez and it was titled the way forward and as usual michael dominguez came with all kinds of facts and data and information and just talked about, you know, how things are slowly getting better and how everybody just needs to get used to wearing the masks, one-way traffic, spreading things out. And it was a really good, even though it was virtual, you know, they took questions and he answered them right there. And it was a really good back and forth with, there were 150 people there from, from all over, mostly in the DC area. 
So. That's awesome. Yeah. And for those who don't know who Michael Dominguez is, between the two of you, I'm sure you could write a novel about him, but just a couple highlights as to, to who Michael Dominguez is. A data-based industry expert. Soup's speaker. official. Man. Yeah. Presenter. He presents all the time. I actually was wasn't he supposed to be G Mid? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was Here. one of the yeah, he was one of the iconic speakers for G Mid, um, that hopefully we'll be able to rebook in twenty twenty one because that lineup was just fantastic. Yeah. So I really hope that they're able to do that. Yeah. However, he does have a day job, you know, we all oh, have to have that. We can't thing. have him all we want, I guess. So <laughs> he's currently the president and CEO of ALHI. All right. Well, yeah. So one of the things he talked about was he's been traveling to the Ally hotels all around the country and even to Mexico. And he he said he's been doing it for five weeks. He said the first week he forgot his mask all the time and, you know, didn't necessarily sanitize when he was supposed to because it was it was not, you know, it was an afterthought. He wasn't used to it. But he said after doing this for five weeks, TSA is easy. The mask comes automatically. The sanitizer comes automatically. And so it was just proof that if you do it habitually, it'll It'll become a habit. Right. It's (laughs) it's. Easy peasy. That's good to know, especially, you know, when we're all thinking about the new norm and how is this going to work? How is that going to work? Honestly, it's just going to be habit. It's going to be part of your daily routine. Excellent. Well, it sounds like you got a lot from that conversation. So I'm really glad that we got to hear a little bit of the recap from it. Selena, it's that moment for the fairy job mother. All right. So today I have 10 jobs that I've picked out to share with you. However, there are jobs out there. If you need help on how to search, how to find a job, if you're actively looking and don't know where to go, I know at least five really good resources. So feel free to reach out and I can share those with you or schedule a time to teach you how to search for what you're looking for. Um, the jobs I'm about to share might not be in the hospitality industry, but I feel like they still have roles that hospitality professionals can adopt to and share with. So the first one is the American Cancer Society is hiring a senior development manager for distinguished events in Orlando. The Holiday Inn Club Vacations is looking for a customer service specialist. The Garden Theater in Winter Garden is looking for a managing director. Coral Tree Hospitality is hiring a director of sales and marketing for the Wave Hotel, which I believe is in Lake Nona. The Marriott Orlando Downtown is hiring a guest experience supervisor. PRP Wine International is looking for a wine sales representative. Available. Yep. Uh, <laughs> NDM Hospitality, I'm not sure which property, but it's in Kissimmee. They're hiring a catering and sales manager. I didn't get to research this as much as I wanted to, but Ed R. Collegiate housing is hiring a lifestyle coordinator so edar is part of graystar which tells me this may be senior living but as a lifestyle coordinator you get to develop all the programs that are physical mental activity based anything having to do with the housing and the holidays are coming up so that could be super fun it's so fun i did that in high school it's july and i'm like the holidays (laughs) let's do it Club Corps is hiring a service captain. So I believe the only Club Corps we have here is the Citrus Club. Yeah. Service captain helps, again, with programming, works alongside the team with sales there, putting together programs for all the members. KPMG is hiring an associate in the Innovation Lab, and that's very interesting, too, uh, with the things that you get to do there. Maybe it's because I'm a data person, but you work on the agendas and the meeting minutes and everything having to do with the lab. So those are just 10 jobs, but there's a lot out there. So good luck. Those are quality, Selena. Thank you for the nine to five. That sounds like there's some great opportunities for people to check out. And you'll have that into the Facebook. Probably, yeah. Into the Facebook. (laughs) The Facebook page. Yeah, why not? 
All right, it's that time to talk about our promos for the week, and we have quite a bit of birthdays. Today, happy birthday to Georgia D. Francisco, our uh, co-host for last week's episode from I Said Yes. Also, happy birthday today to Victoria Pichotano with the Event Source. A little later in the week, we've got Thursday. What, tell us who's Thursday. Thursday is Jean-Michel Santa Cruz's birthday. And then Friday is Cheryl Andrews, who's the owner of CDC Flo- Floral. Uh, over the weekend, we have Savannah Slauson, the former director of special events for MPI. Ginger Stagmeyer of Party People Events. And closing out the week, Sunday, happy birthday to Leslie Minichini. All right, keeping the celebrations alive. We've got a new job. What, what? <laughs> Congratulations to Molly Meeker. She is now the director of industry relations for the Bridal Society, which offers certifications in that industry. We also want to highlight Gabby McNeil. She's taking a new adventure with Techniche Creative in support for the Come Together Again Expo. Uh, she's doing an amazing job at getting the word out about Techniche and about the upcoming show that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the episode. Lucy Straub, congratulations on your one-year anniversary at Fun Planners and for keeping those two little humans alive because they're <laughs> so cute and I love seeing them. That's almost more of an accomplishment than the than the year anniversary. I don't know. This last one that we have here, well, we have a couple things here, but Pivot Princess is what I've been calling Laura Lee Shapiro. As uh, she started a new position as the travel advisor at Where To Next Agency, which is an expansion of her expertise into this new line that she's created, focusing on travel. So congratulations to Laura Lee. Also, we want to give a huge congratulations to Christopher Buxton. If you don't know, he has a bunch of different concepts and properties, especially particularly at the Icon in the Wheelhouse. But he just announced this past week that he came out with a new food trailer for the Sausage Shack. So now they're That's completely hard. mobile. I had to go. So when I came to America, I couldn't say S-H. So I... I like she? Sh- it's not a thing. So I struggle. So sausage shack is hard. <laughs> well, so a lot of S's yeah, in there. I can spell it. So. You nailed it. That was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Honestly, having that much positivity and wins for the industry is fantastic. We were putting everything in today and we were looking at our content as we always do. And we're like, I don't know how much we have. And then we started writing and we just kept seeing success story after success story. So um, congratulations to those in the industry making a mark and making a move forward. In the biz is our next section. And we want to talk about, a, a, we have a few topics here. We'll start with the, as we mentioned previously, the Do Your Part Orlando campaign. So this is something that the city of Orlando, or I guess Orange County actually. So Orange County put it together in partnership with the Orlando Economic Partnership as well as Visit Orlando. And it's basically, you know, safer, stronger together. It's asking all residents to do their part for the safety and care of others in the community. So basically follow the guidelines, do your part. Um, You might have seen the ads, like there's billboards on I-4 for this. That's what that is. It's an executive order. Well, it's it's a campaign put together by those three organizations. I think what's really cool about this and what they mentioned in the virtual uh, presentation of it is that as a venue or, you know, company, you can go online to do your part Orlando, do your part ORL.com, fill out an application saying that you are doing your part, and then they'll highlight you saying like, hey, these are some of the places that are doing the right thing. So if you're looking for that recognition, or you can't figure out that way to to connect with the community to let them know, hey, I'm here, I'm doing the right thing. I want you to be able to safely uh, experience my product. That's a great way of doing that. And they're looking to highlight people on social media and through um, on news features. So definitely something cool and a positive feel good piece for you if you are doing the right thing, which I hope most of our listeners are. 
Also, that's a great resource if you are tired of staying home and you want to get out and about, but you want to do it responsibly. So it's great to know you you can go there and find out who is going to help you be doing your part. Yeah, and you know it's going to be places that are legitimately doing it because they're not going to they're not going to put their name on it. Those three those three places are definitely not going to put their name on right. anywhere that isn't actually meeting the standards that is applicable for that. Another win for the city, free parking through September 1st in metered spaces and event specific garages downtown. So if you go to eat at Crest, RIP, Wahlburgers, um, some other places right. down there, you can have complimentary parking. That's fantastic. So the next story we have is the new food and wine festival experience at Epcot. There's a bunch of new things happening there, obviously, as we're in a pandemic, but that opened up again last week. So make sure to make an appointment. Don't miss out. Check it out. Share food with us. Let us know how it is. Have you guys heard of anyone that's been to Disney yet? I feel like when everyone, when Universal opened, it was this huge, like, this is what happened and this is everything about it. Like, is Disney like giving you a do not, like a Post disclaimer, that. like at the end and be like, hey, you, you can't tell anybody what happened or like what's happening over there? Is, are they doing it right? Nobody has anything bad to say? Is that, I hope so. I mean, I hope that's the case I haven't heard too. a thing. AR, I'm trying to think who told me about this. You know how Universal has the rest areas where yeah. you can breathe and take mm-hmm. a mask off? Disney has the same thing and you can only take it off in those areas so you can't like hide out in the bathroom or like right. somewhere else. So it's the same where it's very strict. You have to wear your mask and there's certain spots and six feet apart. I know Tim Presley went last week for his birthday. Don't know how that ended up, but it sounds amazing. I, I, go ahead. Stephanie Pate went with her two-year-old daughter and not, had nothing but positive things to say. She I said, love hearing that. Yeah, she said that it was great, that everything was spaced out, and she, she recommended it with a two-year-old even, so that's fantastic. Well, I can imagine that there's not, obviously, the magnitude of people that normally are there, especially during food and wine. So, again, to recap about Epcot and, and how they've reopened last week, they're doing food and wine as well as flower and garden, am I right? Yeah, it's a hybrid thing that they're doing. So I guess that would really separate people to two different areas of the park as well. So yes, they've capped the amount of people, but also with uh, Flower and Garden being more of that like front half starting there and then going into the countries, maybe that's helping with the traffic of everything. But for me, like if I'm eating or drinking, I just don't want to like offend anybody by taking off my mask. So I wonder if they have like eating zones like that they have to have as well. I mean, just think I I can't wait to go and try it out. I personally canceled my membership when this all started. I'm sorry, Disney, but you have enough money. (laughs) And I I was waiting to kind of see the evolution of what was going to happen before I pick back up. Now, I've had an annual pass for decades, so I definitely will pick it back up and I will go live if I do go into Epcot because I know a lot of people have a lot of questions. But if you have visited, we'd love to get your feedback on our Facebook page so we can know a little bit more about the parks. Continuing on about food, because you could tell we're hungry this morning. <laughs> the, the, the whole theme uh, of this episode will be about food. You'll learn more. Which is really ironic since all three of us are focusing on doing well with food. I know. That's fine. Well, these it's things, aren't, hap- <laughs> these things so. aren't helping, but tell us about the next one, Selena. Bite 30 started last so week. Uh, mm. Bite 30 is going on around Orlando. It started last week and it goes through August 16th, so basically for 30 days. Participating restaurants are offering special prefix menus, so you might be familiar with that from Magical Dining. And it's multi-course dinners at a set price of $30. Here's what I'm loving about Bite 30, and I asked Visit Orlando if they were going to do the same thing to to support the restaurants. They're adding an additional $5 to add it to the meal for takeout orders. Stop. So it's $35 if you want to take it out, which takeout was never available before no. for what? these. So now you can order for a family of four an amazing three-course dinner and at an amazing price, and it's $35, which 
is she's got chills over here. I can see her, right? Give me all the so food. I did ask Visit Orlando if they were going to help do that to help support the restaurants because God knows we need it, especially with prices right now. They said they are not. <laughs> they oh. said if you want to do takeout, then you can, you know, check into honest. that. But there's no additional charge for it, which I mean, here nor there. I just think it's a great idea for Bite 30 to help those people that are participating in that and the option to have it to go. So Bite 30 that has already begun again July 15th last week I'm through so August 16th. Yeah. Have you guys experienced it before? Yes. Yeah, I feel like Michelle is the pro here. I'm so a absolutely. I'm so a Michelle, what is one restaurant that you're looking forward to? There's actually quite a few. I don't know if you've looked at the list, yeah. but I think number one on my list is Feather and Quill. Oh, good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never eaten there. It's in an area of town that I'm not familiar with. And then there's a couple of spots in Sanford that I'm super interested in trying out as well. And then there's some on here that I go to regularly. Like Menagerie is on there, and on Wednesday nights they have seven dollar old fashions and burgers. Um, sign me up, it's absolutely. So good. So yeah, the Tennessee Truffle is in Sanford, in the Sanford area. I want to try it. Tartini is right down the street from me because I live in Soto. Oh, you got I've all never kinds been of places. There. Yeah, I would say my number one that I I look forward to every year. Shout out to Maxine from Maxine yes. on Shine. Um, she is just an amazing owner, and I've been watching her through this entire pandemic and how she's been able to just like stay connected with her guests, which I think is super important for anything that we can possibly be doing right now. You can offer anything in the world, but if you're not staying connected with the people that are coming in, that there's really nothing that you can sell yourself before you can sell your restaurant, right? So I think she's done an amazing job of that, and I look forward to going back and supporting her restaurant. Selena, any anything popping out at you? I mean, I'm I love seeing the menus on Instagram. I saw the one from Stubborn Mule, and then also Ravenous Pig, and I really just wanted it for takeout. So I'm glad to know that's an option. Yes, now. I will consider looking at that because in my partnership, my boyfriend is very picky with his food, and especially now that he's doing no carbs at all. But I still want them. So I want food for myself. I know. I can't even. So I'm glad to know that I can get my own food. Bye. So you can go to Bite30.com and check out those restaurants that are participating in this year's uh, program. It'll list there if there is outdoor seating and if they'll have that takeout, um, add $5 to the menu available. So you can check those out before you go. I think it's great that they're also featuring who has the outdoor seating to make people more comfortable. For sure. And another thing for Maxine's, if you haven't been there for brunch... It is an amazing brunch spot. Let's go. What's up, ladies? I have no plans. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Let's keep going and talk about more food. Yay. Over the weekend, (laughs) SeaWorld launched their annual Taste of the Seven Seas Food Festival, which is going to be active each weekend through August 9th to feature cuisine from across the world. So check it out if you want more food from around the world. You can pretend you're traveling. Absolutely. You know. It's all we can do. If you have a SeaWorld annual pass, I do want to highlight one thing that they did for their pass holders, which I thought was incredible. So whatever level that you had, they took you to the next level. So they upgraded your annual pass for whatever you had. So the one that I got, I was part of the International Drive Chamber of Commerce Travel and Tourism Leadership Program. That should have an acronym to it for sure. (laughs) When we went to it, we got an opportunity to purchase a uh, annual pass with $100 off. So I bought one for Paul and I, which ends at the end of this year. But because uh, we bought that one, we get a complimentary pass for someone to join us for a day, like a day pass. And now that they've upgraded it, I have two people that can come with me per pass. So we have, so for the price of, 
I mean, two annual passes with $100 off of each, we can take six people at this point. So I think SeaWorld's doing it right as far as just getting people in and getting that exposure. They know that once you're in there, you're going to be on social media. You're going to talk about it. So hats off to SeaWorld. You did a great job with that. Love that. Speaking of promos, Universal has a discount going on right now for Florida residents now through the end of the month, so July 31st. If you purchase a one-day two-park pass, they'll give you a second pass complimentary and you can use that second one any day from now through December 18th with no blackout dates and then also if you spend an extra $25 on top of that you get a third day pass to go to Volcano Bay. I mean that seems like the value is absolutely incredible and to clarify if they buy the one day pass the second complimentary one is not for your friend it is for you at an, a later date so you can't like bogo to get in but that what an incredible I mean it say it's 200 bucks. I don't know how much it is for a one day two park pass but say it's 200 bucks getting two days of two park pass plus a volcano bay for call it under 250 that sounds like a great way to spend your summer and I mean right now with how things are a two park pass is feasible you can easily probably do the entire two parks in one day. Oh, right, because there's less people there and you can yeah. actually ride the rides that you want to. Yeah, less weight. Well, the RSVP is our next segment that we have here, and let's talk about what's going on this week. Michelle, I will let you talk about this amazing thing coming up on Thursday. So I am involved in Las Vegas associations as well, and the Las Vegas Hospitality Association is doing a virtual panel with leaders from Caesars, MGM, and a couple of other big, uh, The Win, a couple of other big places um, to talk about moving forward in Las Vegas. I feel Las Vegas is very similar to Orlando. There's a lot of shows that flip between here and there every other year. And so I'm going to be tuning in to see what their plan is to move forward. And I think that's what we almost have to do. Like we were watching all of these things that are happening in Orlando, but looking across the nation and, and seeing what's happening other places might give us a little bit more uh, perspective. We were talking before we started recording about what is phase two? Like, what is it to me and what is it to California? What is it to Colorado? Like, right. three different things. So to see where everyone else is and kind of, I mean, I know that I've been doing this with Kentucky Hardcore. Like, I have notifications. Like, tell me if you're allowed to have 51 people and not 50. Like, I need to know all the things, um, which there is no update to currently. But we'll give it some time. But I think it's really interesting that you jump into the Las Vegas scene because, like you said, it's just so comparative to what we have going on here. I mean, they're the first largest convention center in the U.S. and we're the second, so we can learn a lot. I think that what we're going to talk about in a little bit about the Together Again Expo, we're going to start setting the precedent for other places, Absolutely. though. Before we get into that, Selena, let's talk about the Rosen Research and Recovery. Yeah, so webinar number six, if you've been following along on financial impact, is taking place this Friday. It's free to attend. It's put on by UCF Rosen College. It's on Zoom. And um, if you're interested in the financial impact, uh, they always have great speakers and great content. So if you're available, definitely check it out. And again, we just want to talk a little bit about the um, thing happening this Friday, and that would be the Together Again Expo. Everybody in the room going? Yes. 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 Uh, we, we're, we're taking headshots. Oh, awesome. So if you so come looking coming. fine. Yeah. That's exciting. And then Selena Court will be there as well. Yes. We are a premier partner, sponsor person uh you can find our booth in that pavilion there right in the middle it's big the booth is big it's close to yours it is so i love that you're able to see the layout online on their website you can also see the education content and the speakers and who's talking when where i am excited to see this in action honestly to see like one-way aisles people wearing masks getting temperature checked when they walk in and i'm the most how excited. a trade show is going to work i mean my booth i'm pretty sure we will have tchotchkes something to hand out I'm curious to see. Is anyone going to take it? Right. You know, from my hand to yours? 
Let's, let's and I think everyone it. wants something different from this to to view and to know. I want to see the general session. I need to see how that's going to look. I need to know what's going on. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how it's handled. And I all eyes literally will be on us here in Orlando mm-hmm. from all around. Um, because I think this is the first big... It's not big. I don't want to yeah. scare anybody <laughs> off. It's not big. But it's the first event where you have a lot of hotels and vendors and suppliers coming together to show how it can be done and to show that it can be done safely and uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. Like I said, setting the setting the bar for other convention centers and other cities and, and states throughout the US, I think that we are perfect for that. Our hospitality is uh, top-notch here in Orlando. It's what we're known for. So if you're able to attend, again, that's an, a complimentary event. You do need to register for that ASAP at TogetherAgainExpo.com. And it's going to be uh, – registration starts at 10. That general session that I just spoke about starts at 11. Um, and then there's also a closing remarks leading out at 4 o'clock through the end to 5. Yeah, there's a panel, too, I think, during the day as well. Oh, so and much. they're providing PPP, PPP – I was like, yeah, they're giving out money. All right. (laughs) PPE, so many acronyms uh, to everybody that comes in. Um, I'm excited. We ordered um, branded masks. That's so so fun. All right. Fantastic. And on the horizon, we do have quite a bit coming up. So get your calendars ready so you can mark off these important dates. We'll start with FSAE. Selena? So FSAE is virtual July 28th through 30th. Their theme is called Pivot 2020. Uh, You get nine hours of CAE credits. It's a three half-day experiences with vital information and education for 2020 and beyond. So if you're interested, you can go to fsae.org and then look up for the FSAE Virtual Summit. Getting even more education, NACE is coming back on July 29th. Uh, What is NACE offering for us? So NACE's topic is called Stand Out and Stay Positive, Tips on LinkedIn and Resume Building. It's being presented by Megan Applegate, CPCE of Gecko Hospitality, which is a recruiting company. Uh, It's free for anybody to attend, member or not, around the country. It's at noon, our time, on Zoom. You just have to obviously pre-register to get the Zoom details, but you can find the face the event on Facebook. I can't believe I'm saying this, but in two short weeks, we'll be in August. August 4th at the Highland Manor, CFWA is having an event. Yep, it's their networking event. They're doing it in person. It's from 5.30 to 8.30. And again, you have to pre-register to attend, obviously due to limited attendance. I feel like people are getting a little bit more comfortable in August events because we do have a few in the second week of August that we want to just go through quickly. Let's talk about August 11th with Swell Summer Summit. Yep, so Swell Summer Summit is going to be virtual all-day conference. If you don't know Swell, it's the Suncoast Wedding and Event Leaders, so be sure to look for that on Facebook. If you didn't hear our episode last week, shame on you, but we did talk with uh, Georgia Francisco from I Said Yes, who will be hosting the I Said Yes to Networking at Bovine on August the 12th. That evening, we have the Glittering Hour taking place as well. Um, the next week, we have the Double Shot of Soto. Tell us a little bit about this one. This one's exciting for everyone. All right, so this is taking place at Laney's Tavern at 8 a.m. on the 19th and the speaker is our very own Emily Smith with the Tavern Restaurant Group or the pub Um, and she will be the speaker for the Soto District. Love seeing all of her development and all these opportunities for her to be showcased. Michelle, tell us about what's going on later that day for SES. So that same day, the four chapters of MPI in Florida are putting together a virtual SES education day. It's from 12 to 6 on the 19th. If you are an MPI member, it's $10 to what? attend. $10. Available. That's $10. <laughs> and it's going to have CEUs, so you can get credit to obtain 
or retain your CMP status. And so, you know, we had to cancel the in-person this year just to be safe and make sure everybody's well. And let's say we adjusted. We didn't cancel. We adjusted the program. Yes, we moved it to later. (laughs) Semantics are everything. Yes. I'm really excited about this day. There's a lot of good education that's going to be on it. It's just great to see everybody doing their thing. I'm really excited about this because when we first heard that SDS might get canceled, it was it was a little depressing. I mean, you, you of all people, have put so much work into it. So seeing that it is coming to fruition in this capacity is really excellent. And for those people that are looking, I know we spoke last week about the CMP being an in-person or a virtual thing kind of that you can do now in the comfort of your own home. If you do need those hours to be able to apply for that certification, this is a great way to get them all in one day. Correct. Mm-hmm. Selena, to end out August, tell us about this little acronym. I don't know much about FFEA. <laughs> All right, so FFEA is the Florida Festivals and Events Association, which is here in Orlando. Their vir- their conference is also virtual. The topic is Resilient Together, Building Stronger and Safer Events, and it too is taking place over three course days, so August 25th through the 27th, and it's in bite-sized pieces, so it's in the morning from 9 to like 12.30, so that you get all your information done in the beginning of the day and can keep working in the evenings, afternoons. Speaking of bite size, we're going to move right into the extra credit. And if you haven't figured out that food is our theme for this week, it's, I mean, looking at the three people in this room, it does not shock me at all. We love it so much. Let's talk about a little extra credit that we have with a grand opening. Selena, I know you're so excited about this. I'm so excited about this. If you don't know the Tipsy Cookie Company, they have been at different, yeah, farm festivals, farm Farmers markets. Farmers markets, thanks, for years now. But they are opening their storefront this weekend. I should have put the date in there, and I should actually have memorized this date. But yeah, (laughs) it's probably taking place this weekend. I'm going to guess the 25th of July. So with that, they're doing a grand opening celebration. So they'll have 20 flavors of their cookies available. Tipsy Cookie is named that for a reason. There's alcohol in the cookies. It's delicious. And then they'll also have their tipsy brownies, breads, baked breads, ice cream cookies, games, prizes, giveaways, all that stuff taking place this Saturday. Don't don't eat and drive, everybody. Be careful out there. Speaking of more food, here we go with the Salty Donut. It's coming back to Orlando's Audubon Park this fall. So Salty Donut is one of those chains, but like small mom pop, right? They have one in Miami and Dallas. They Their hashtag is the hype is real because the hype is real. If you want to check it out, look at their donuts. They're amazing. And then um, if you want something exciting to look forward to tonight at 8 p.m., Orlando City Soccer will be facing off against the Philadelphia Union. If you've been in a, in a cave and not knowing Orlando City is playing here in Orlando as every other team is, um, not only is there the NBA bubble, but there's also the MLS bubble. So make sure that you tune in and support the community uh, at 8 p.m. tonight. So up next, last but not least, for extra credit, the Universal Studios is doing virtual well, video auditions if you want to be a scare actor for Halloween Horror Night. So if this is a lifelong dream of yours to scare the bejesus out of people, it's your opportunity to do so for Halloween Horror Nights. Which, this is good news, because that means they're planning to move forward with Halloween Horror Nights. I'm sure it'll be very different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But- they haven't announced details, really, about how it's going to look, but their packages did go up for sale in March, so... So if you do need a little side hustle or a little gig to make a few extra bucks during the holidays, that is a great way to do it. And honestly, that might be on some people's bucket list because that is so fun. Like right now with how you're feeling, maybe you just want to scream. And so maybe this is the best place to go. Give me a chainsaw. That's great. (laughs) 
right. Well, that's what we have for the show today. We do want to give one more shout out. Wishing the best to Nicole Alley, the new VP of Education for MPI, as she'll be coming Mrs. Roseberry this Saturday. Oh my gosh, I love that name. Isn't it so sweet? Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Nicole. We can't wait to hear all about your amazing day and see those photos of you in that gorgeous dress. But thank you all for joining us for our show today. Selena, Michelle, anything else for you? No, I mean, we'll see you all on Friday. Everybody should be there. And if you cannot be there in person, completely understandable. Uh, We respect you, but you can attend virtually. So if you attend virtually, I'm hoping to get on that microphone. You could see my face somehow. So love that all right well please tune in next week as we bring laura nickerson of bbj as our guest host everybody have a great week bye bye you are listening to swag and repeat the voice for orlando's meeting and event industry